0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the January 12th edition of the Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. The Court Report, brought to you by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here on the stream, nachumsegel.com. Every week, we will take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League related, including scores, standings, and interesting topics covering all of your Yeshiva sports needs. If it interests you, it'll be here because this show is all about you. Had a game this week? Let us know. Friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weiselberg. that's W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G, or like the Court Report fan page. Uh, you can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is yls Guy. that's Y-L-S-W-E-I-S-G-U-Y, or email me at NahumSiegel.com, because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. Thank you once again to our sponsor, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. If you've won an MYHSAL championship over the last 10 years, you already know about the great job that they do. Uh, Please contact Mike and his amazing staff at Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for all of your trophy and plaque needs. Uh, They can be reached at 718-769-4111. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, Assistant Coach of the Yeshiva Flatbush Falcons JV and Varsity Hockey Teams, and Co-Coach of the Yeshiva Hard Torah Junior High Hockey Team. But most of all, like you, I am a Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the amazing efforts and accomplishments of these kids each and every week with you live from the press box at the MSN Arena in the heart of Brooklyn. What a week this was. Holy cow. 43. 43. No, I'm not talking about the temperature outside, although thank God the weather's warmed up and we didn't have any snow this week, but 43 games were played this week. What? Did everyone get together and be like, hey, I the rest of the season. Let's just have one mega week of games and 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 let's do it while everyone is studying for finals. To everyone out there who is listening to this while their head is buried in a math book or a Tanakh, you're probably nodding your head at the sheer lunacy of all of this. But all that aside, it was worth it, wasn't it? 43 games, including the Big Hefton-North Shore Showdowns, yeah I said showdowns, emphasis on the S, in varsity basketball. JV Basketball, where Frisch stamped its claim as top dog. JV Hockey, where Kushner is postseason bound. And Varsity Hockey, where Frisch becomes the first West team to lock down a bye. I will start off with JV Hockey, where 5 games happened on the week, including 2 that occurred last Sunday night. We're going to start off in the West, where all four playoff entries have been clinched, leaving only the seedings to be fought over. This came about last Sunday night when MTA dropped their game to Frisch 4-1. to Jordan Sokoloff Jordan Kleinhaus each scored goals. Brian Alter and Stevie Brin also scored and added an assist each as well for the Cougars. As a result of the loss, MTA, the only team that could have usurped Kushner for the fourth spot, found themselves out of the playoff race, with the Kushner Cobras now celebrating their first JV playoff uh, since the team's reintroduction and in the school's history. All that's left now is to find out where each team stands. Uh, Currently, Frisch holds the top spot and can cement a first-round home game with a win over SAR tomorrow night. A loss to SAR would put Frisch in an interesting predicament, as the Cougars would then fall into a tie with the Sting at 16 points with a season split, with only a game against TABC remaining, Uh, the problem comes in the fact that SAR faces Ramaz at the end of the week, and TABC, who is only two points behind the Cougars right now, have uh, games remaining against Hillel and JEC, all of whom are currently playing out the string. So Frisch would then be in a must-win game in the finale against TABC. Interestingly enough, should this scenario play out, we'd have a first-ever three-way tie atop the West to close out the season with no clear tie-break winner. I wonder if the league has a way to handle the situation, or if they're just going to hope that it doesn't come to it. Back to the point. Frisch is in control of its own destiny, but if it slips up in the last two games, it'll open the door for pandemonium in the West. Kushner, based on the matchups, will almost certainly be going on the road to start the playoffs. Uh, The question is where? On the other side for MTA, the week continued with the game against JEC. The Lions jumped out to a 2-0 lead and held it going into the third, but the Thunder struck back on a goal by sophomore Avi Hoffman to start off the third. Um, Under four minutes to go in the game, JEC, having survived a 4-on-2 penalty kill, struck again on a goal by freshman Sammy Katz to tie the game 2-2. For JEC, it's their third tie and fourth point on the season. They close out the season against TABC after the break. MTA, now at five points, will rematch with Kushner after the break to finish off their season. Back in the East, though, things are still up in the air as the North Shore Stars churn out two victories to keep their postseason hopes alive. On Monday, the Stars upended Hank's bid for two playoff crushers in three nights, defeating the Hurricanes 5-4. Hank came back from another deficit, but could not close the gap, despite a hat-trick from sophomore Matthew Maslin. North received contributions from offensemen Joseph Lindblad, Eric Davidowitz, and Iggy Weiss, as well as defenseman Dustin Stern, who scored twice for the Stars. Uh, Tuesday night, North Shore found themselves in another tight battle with Westchester, who were now reduced to a spoiler role, Uh, but the Stars were up to the task winning 3-2, giving freshman netminder Jack Tagerstein his second win in two nights and third on the season. North Shore still needs to win out to make the postseason, including games against division leaders DRS and Rambam, but can at least head into the break, clinging to life and a two-game winning streak for some momentum on the other side. For Westchester, the game capped off a 3-7 and season, ending with a three-game stretch with losses by Hank on Saturday night and North Shore on Tuesday, sandwiching a dominating 9-2 win over Mag and David on Sunday night. So in the East, it's both a little more and a little less complicated. It's a little less complicated in that the fourth seed is straightforward. it will either be North Shore if they can win the remaining two games, or it will be flopish if they can't. Uh, it's more complicated at the top, though, because DRS and Rambam are tied with half the right behind them. For both DRS and Rambam, a win and after loss will clinch a first-round home game and relegate the Hawks to a road game to open the playoffs. After has games against both to end the regular season. Uh, so the standings heading into today look as follows. All these standings, by the way, are courtesy of myhsal.com, the league's website, where you can find standings, schedules, results, and other information on all of your favorite Yeshiva League high school teams. Uh, Rambam and DRS currently sit at the top at 7-1 and one with 14 points. Hafters behind them at 13 points. Flopbush at 10. Hank at 7. North Shore and Westchester are tied at 6 with 3 wins apiece. And Mag and David rounds up the division at 5. Over in the West, Frisch has 14 points, TABC and SAR are tied at 12, Kushner at 10, Ramaz at 6, MTA at 5, and Hill and JEC are tied at 4. Moving over to Varsity Hockey, we're going to take a look at the West as Frisch and Ramaz started off the week. Uh, Frisch uh, looking to take control of the West by placing a two-game cushion between them and TABC. Ramaz looking to pull even with Frisch and what to become a tight race for the three buy slots in the West. Unlike in October when these two met to start off the season in Ramaz in a game where Ramaz controlled early and Frisch came back late, Frisch jumped out early here and never really gave Ramaz a chance to get settled, winning comfortably by the score of 4-1. to one. With the win, Frisch ups their record to 9-2, and two, clinching a bye and a four-point gap between them and TABC. Uh, that is, until Wednesday, when TABC took the points back, with a win over Amaz, also by the score of 4-1. The Storm received contributions from Alex Malik, Aryeh Berman, Benji Lankin, and Yosef Naor in the victory, helping to boost their record to 8-2, and two, clinching a, pay- a playoff spot for the Storm, and thanks to the win, giving them a season sweep over the Rams, and uh, now only needing a win or tie or an SAR loss or tie to clinch a bye. So TABC will have some conflicting feelings tomorrow night. What do I mean by that? Frisch and SAR will face. Uh, a Frisch win gives TABC a bye, while an SAR win won't clinch a bye for the Storm, but will keep Frisch within range of TABC and knock the Cougars one loss behind them. Uh, For Ramaz, the wheels seem to have fallen off the Ram train, having dropped 4 of 6 since the start of December, now putting what seemed to be a lock for a bye in jeopardy. Uh, The Rams are 6-5, 0-2, and have only a game against SAR next Sunday remaining. Uh, Should the Rams drop that game, there's an outside shot that MTA can still catch the Rams for the final playoff spot. But even if not, the math says that at least one of the teams currently behind them will surpass them in the standings. A win for the Rams will make the playoffs a lock, but a buy would would probably depend on how Kushner fares down the stretch. Speaking of Kushner, the Cobras knocked off MTA on Monday 6-4. Ellie Schwartz making an impact again for the first time in a while, notching a hat-trick for the Cobras. Uh, Louis Rees, Elon Slonum, and Effie Auman added points for Kushner as well. For MTA, as we discussed last week, the window closes ever faster, but they can still hang on to some hope by way of SAR. Uh, Should the Sting lose both games to Frisch and Ramaz this coming week, MTA will, will control its playoff destiny and can sneak in with wins over SAR and JEC to end the season. Kushner right now is on the bubble, needing a win and JEC loss or tie, or a tie and JEC loss to clinch a playoff spot. In the East, the last two pre-break games occurred this week with one particularly ground-shattering result. I will save that for a second and head to the other game in which Hafter dropped Solomon at 12-0. In that game, defenseman Jordan Gilman notched goal number 21 on a four-goal night on the season and now leads all defensemen in goals to this point. The win pushes Hafter's record to 11-1, further putting the screws to DRS, who at 10-2 are in desperate need of winning the final two games to capture the top seed in the division. Both teams have captured buys and have two games remaining, including one game against each other. For Solomon Schechter, even at 1-7, there is still life, but it's extremely slim. With their game against Hank postponed on Wednesday night, they'll still have six games on the other side of the break and zero margin for error. Speaking of Hank, the Hurricanes were involved in quite possibly the wildest game of the year Monday night with the North Shore Stars. The implications of this game were tremendous as the winner would be almost assured of a postseason berth while the loser would need to depend on other circumstances to capture a playoff berth. For Hank, a loss would mean looking at a play-in game with Mag and David. For North Shore, a loss would mean an uphill climb given the remaining opponents. But there was one question that it seemed like nobody considered. Uh, What would happen if nobody won? It certainly didn't seem to matter early on as North Shore jumped all over the Canes, taking a 4-0 lead into the third. Uh, the score stayed at 4-0 until four minutes into the period, and then the game got really crazy. Uh, junior Benji Hill got the Canes on the board, depositing one top shelf into the North Shore net. On the very next play, though, the star struck back on a bad bounce into the net off of the initial Josh Geller save. Five minutes to go, three-on-three action due to coincidental minors. Judah Wolkenfeld scores for Hank to cut the score to 5-2, and that's when the floodgates opened. 30 seconds later, Shlomo Amsalam scored, followed 10 seconds later by another Judah Wolkenfeld tally, and Hank was back within one at 5-4 to with three minutes remaining. Things weren't going well for Norsho, who then took two penalties on consecutive whistles to create a 4-on-2 power play for Hank. Halfway through the 4-on-2, Joshua Ngorowski picked up his own rebound and sent it across to senior Noah Kahn, who smacked it home to tie the game at 5. And so what was a 5-1 game only 6 minutes before was now headed to overtime. In the extra session, both goalies locked it down, and so the question finally deserved some thought. Who loses if nobody wins? Uh, the answer? Pagan David. The worst outcome for the Warriors came to fruition as now both North Shore and Hank have the ability to climb over Mag and David for the final two playoff spots in the East. So, in truth, the outcome suited both teams fairly well, although North Shore would probably like to have kept the second point. Uh, for the Stars, it's not the first time this season that they've had a third period meltdown, and it could come back to haunt them come playoff time. So, the East has pretty much been divided into two categories for the playoffs at this point. Uh, Hafter and DRS have the buys. Flatbush and Rombaum are the odds on home teams in the first round. Hank, Mag and David, and North Shore are the bubble teams, and Solomon Schechter seems to be the odd team out at this point. Uh, Both of them. Uh, In that vein, the standings are as follows. Uh, Hafter at 22 points, DRS at 20, Flatbush at 18, Rambam at 12, Mag and David at 10, Hank at 9, Norschel with 5, YDE with 3, and Solomon Schechter rounding out the division with 2. Over in the West, Frisch has 18 points, TABC with 16, Ramaz with 14, Kushner with 12, SAR with 11, MTA with 10. Just so you can see how closely uh, 3-6 through really is in the division. And JEC rounds it out with 6 points. Uh, With only 2 games this coming weekend, both happening in the West, we'll take a brief look at how that race will be affected. SAR faces both Frisch and and can either solidify their playoff destiny with two wins or anything else will keep things open. Uh, for the pre break rankings now, we're going to go and take a look at the top five. Not much changing from last week. Uh, in varsity, just uh, stays at number one, Frisch at two, TABC at three, Floppish at four, and DRS in the five spot. Uh, over at JV, TABC stays at one, Frisch at two, Rambam in three, DRS in four, and Haftar at five. You can find the full varsity and JV rankings, as well as the junior high rankings on our Facebook page and on the Jewish Hoops America Hockey Forum. All right, so once again, you're listening to The Court Report right here on the Nachum Siegel Network host hosted by me, Elliot Weiselberg. I'm taking you through the week in Yeshiva League Sports. Now, let's move over to center court to tip off the basketball action for the past week. Uh, There were 21 boys and 13 girls basketball games this past week, and most teams were in action at some point. Uh, We start off in varsity basketball where 11 of those games occurred, and if you were looking for drama, this was the place to be. Uh, We'll start off with the most anticipated event of the last few weeks, uh, Thursday night's showdown between North Shore and Hafter. Before we get to that, though, let's bring you back to last Sunday night when the two faced for the finals of the Scott Satchin Memorial Tournament in Hafter. Hafter jumped out strong, catching the Stars off guard, leading 27-17 to heading into the halftime break. On the other side, the Hawks suffocated North Shore, allowing only 11 points in the entire second half to topple the Stars 44-28. to Fast forward to Thursday night, Hafter facing the prospect of being the only team to knock off both Ramaz and North Shore in regular season play. Uh, North Shore with a chance to clinch the division for the third year in a row. First quarter of play, North Shore broke through Hafter's defense, putting up 21 points. Josh Cohen had seven in the quarter alone. Uh, the Stars continued to rain shots, taking a 16-point lead into the half, 36-20. to 20. Uh, The second half was a mirror image of the first half, with Hafter never getting closer than the final score, 59-45. to 45. Josh Cohen uh, finished with 20 points for the Stars. Junior Cody Cohen added 15 Alex Schoenfeld dropped 15 for half during the loss. With the win, North Shore improves to 12-0 and takes the Eastern Division for the third year in a row. Uh, they'll enjoy home court throughout up until the Finals. For half the loss doesn't drop them far, really. Uh, at 10-2, after having defeated Hank earlier in the week, 42-30, the Hawks will get the second seed in the East and enjoy a first-round bye. In the other game that took place in the East, YDE went on a 10-2 run to take a 16-12 lead into the second quarter and never looked back. Uh, The Thunder built leads of 10 at the half over Mag and David and 13 halfway through the third, but the Warriors of Mag and David fought back, closing it to within four with a minute to go. Uh, Foul shots pushed the lead back out to six, but Mag and David's Aaron Harari drains the three. Uh, Six seconds left, YDE up two. The Thunder turn the ball over, but the Warriors cannot hit the long-range three or put the rebound back in as YDE wins 51 to 49, as Rashama led the, Thumber, the Thunder. Excuse me, with 15. At West, the marquee matchup was the TABC Frisch game on Tuesday night. Uh, both teams came into the night tied at 7-4 and, and coming off of very close wins in their previous games. Uh, with, with Heschel and SAR looming close, Tuesday night's game could very well help decide who would host a first-round game and who would be headed on the road. Uh, then again, with the West as wild as it's been this year, the winner could also be looking at an outside shot at a first-round bye. Uh, for much of the game, neither team could sustain a real lead and the two went into the fourth, tied at 28. Uh, TABC then went on a 7-2 run to make it 35-30. But Justin Hode, who lit up the scoreboard all night, drained a three-pointer and was fouled. Hode would nail the foul shot, completing a four-point play on what would be a 32-point night, uh, which would tie him for the second-highest single-game point total in the league this season. Uh, on the ensuing TABC possession, Dan playoff took it right back down the court and drained a three, taking a foul of his own. Uh, Playoff would miss the foul shot, but it wouldn't really matter as the Storm would not relinquish the lead, closing out with a 53-45 final score. Uh, Playoff and senior Yeshua Zerman both finished with 16 on the night for the Storm, who are now 8-4. At that point, they were tied with Heschel. Uh, Heschel took 3 on the week, defeating MTA 47-42 Monday night, and then demolishing JEC 64-36 on Tuesday night. Uh, Today, Heschel capped off the week, defeating the other Heat team, Hillel, 58-51. So now at 9-2, and two, the Heat find themselves, the Heschel Heat, find themselves in the driver's seat for the second seed. So Heschel, who faces SAR in the lone varsity game during the break week, can clinch a first-round bye and stay in contention for the top spot in the West with a win over SAR in that game. Uh, however, they will have to play that game as well as the remainder of the season without sophomore point guard Aaron Brandeis, who suffered a broken wrist. Speaking of bad luck, uh, MTA's string of bad luck continues to grow as they go 0-3 for the week. Uh, the Lions uh, dropped games to Heschel, as I just mentioned, SAR, and division leader Ramaz. In the SAR game, the Sting opened up a 9-0 lead and never looked back en route to a 51-38 victory. The two Sammys led the way for the Sting as Sammy Hyman tallied 15 and Sammy Marcus added 13. So as a result of MTA's losses, Heschel, TABC... S.A.R. and Frisch all clinch playoff berths, leaving just one spot open. Uh, in the driver's seat for that last slot looks to be Kushner, who knocked off Derek in an interdivisional battle, 46-37. Uh, the Cobras now sit at 5-6, two games up on both MTA at Hillel, who sit at 3-9 each. Uh, so let's take a look at the standings. Uh, in the East, North Shore is 12-0 and has clinched a division. Hafter has clinched the two-seed at 10-2. Flatbush has six wins. Magandavid and YDE each have five. DRS is behind them with four wins. Hank has three wins along with Erich Hatora, and Rambam has been eliminated and rounds up the division at one and ten. Over in the West, Ramaz is at eleven and one. Heschel at nine and two. TABC at eight and four. SAR and Frisch each have seven wins. Kushner is five and six Hillel and MTA are both three and nine, and JEC, who has been eliminated, rounds out the division at one and twelve. Finally, we go back to to the Jewish Hoops America Top 25 uh, ranking a week after revealing the Regional Power Rankings. So the Top 5 in the Yeshiva League look as this. Uh, We actually have a deadlock at number 1. The top spot in the Yeshiva League and the number 3 spot in the nation is shared by North Shore and Hafter. These rankings of course came out last Tuesday after Hafter's tournament win, but prior to North Shore's regular season win. So expect a break in the tie this coming Tuesday and possibly a move back up the chart nationally for the Stars. Heschel moves back over Amaz, who are now 3-4th in uh, the Yeshiva League and 5-6th and in the nation, respectively. And TABC retains the last spot in both the Yeshiva League Top 5 and National Top 10 after a strong week with the win over Frisch and their dominating performance at the Maimonides Invitational Tournament last weekend in which they went 4-1 and one and took home the top prize. Moving over to JV basketball, uh, we start off in the Brooklyn Division, where Monday night served to clear up the divisional playoff picture and muddy it a bit as well. Orhatora and Torah continue to fight neck-and-neck neck to catch YDE for the second home game spot in the division. Orhatora dropped Lave Bonham 52-39 on Monday night to run their record to 4-5. and Yoni Abraham dropped 22 for Orhatora. Jimmy Yacha added 13. Shari Torre did the same, defeating Megan David 62-54. Uh, in the process, Shari helped YDE out, clinching a playoff spot for the Thunder, while also putting a two-game gap between Shari and Orhatora and Mag and David. Uh, the Warriors pulled back on their tails, however, with a win on Thursday night over Lave Bonham. In the Long Island division, Hank locked up a playoff berth on Monday night with a 44-36 victory over North Shore. At 5-2, the Keynes are in solid position to lock up the second seed, but will still need to work to gain the spot as Hafter and Rombaum can still overtake them in the standings. Hafter is at 4-3 and three after being handed a, six, uh, a win by Ezra this week, while the Ravens are at 4-4. Four and four. Uh, Hank will face both Rambam and Hafter after vacation, so the Canes can do themselves a favor and shut the door on their own. Uh, Norshaw will be grateful for the help, as every Rambam and Hafter loss keeps their playoff hopes alive. Uh, the Stars sit at 2-6 and six and need to win their remaining games, also against Rambam and Hafter, to have any shot at the postseason. Now for the two Western divisions, uh, over in the New Jersey division, Frisch proved itself as arguably the most dominating team in JV basketball world this year uh, on Tuesday night, taking down the TABC Storm 67-45. to After a first half full of runs that saw the score tied at 20, the Cougars rode an 8-point stretch into the break for a 28 20 lead on the other side it was all fresh as the cougars scored 39 points in the second half to freeze out the storm andrew langer and mayor charlotte stepped up for the cougars scoring 17 and 13 respectively on a night where nine Frisch players frown- found their way onto the score sheet uh Frisch at 8-0 can wrap up the division with a win or tabc loss as tabc drops to six and two win number six came last sunday as tabc outlasted hillough 42 to 39. Uh, for Hillo, the loss puts them at 3 and 5, but still in a battle with JEC at 4 and 4 for the final playoff spot in the division. Finally, in the New York City division, MTA, who started out the week in control of their own destiny, now find themselves teetering on the brink of elimination after dropping two this week to SAR and Ramaz. Uh, the Lions, to their credit, hung tough with the division-leading Sting on Monday, losing 41-38 to after being down only one with under a minute to go. Uh, two Aton Hayne free throws increased the lead for the SAR, putting the game away. Rafi Kaberski, uh, a name that's been mentioned quite a bit here on the court report, uh, led the way for the Sting with 13, including all eight of S.A.R.'s points in the third quarter. Dovey Marcus added eight. Uh, S.A.R.'s win clinches a playoff berth for both the Sting and Heschel, who defeated Westchester 60-27 on the same night. Uh, both teams have six wins and will meet up tomorrow night. The two met earlier in the season, with S.A.R. taking a 12-point victory. Uh, S.A.R. can pull to within a game of locking up the division, while Heschel is looking to even the records up at 6-1 and, and attempt to steal the division, with SAR still having to face Frisch at the end of the season, uh, back to the drama at the bottom of the division, though. Ramaz's win puts them at three and six, one game above MTA. Each of them now with only one game remaining. A uh, Ramaz win on Thursday over SAR would put a wrap on the conversation, leaving MTA out of the picture. A Ramaz loss, however, and MTA can still force a play-in game with a win in their last game of the season. And so for the first time in a bit, we have movement in the JB basketball rankings. Uh, let's take a look at them. New number one, Frisch, after they win over TABC. Uh, DRS in the second slot, SAR at three. Flapish at four. Heschel at five. TABC at six. Hank at seven, moving up from nine. Hillel at eight. RTMA moves up one slot from the 10 to 9. And Hafter drops back two after their loss to Rambam last week. Uh, 10 through 20, or 11 through 20, excuse me. Rambam, YDE, Ramaz, MTA dropping four spots. Shari Torah, Orha Torah, North Shore, Kushner, Mag and David, Le and the last two, Westchester and Ezra. All right, so that wraps up the JV basketball world. Uh, let's take a look over at girls sports now after having made our way through the boys sports. Over in Girls A, in the East, uh, Heschel defeated North Shore, 32-31. Ramaz took down Hank, 40-18. Hafter took down Heschel. Uh, North Shore took down Hank, 43-31. The Sting of SAR defeated Hillel, uh, 28-24. And Frisch uh, overtook Breweria 51-42. Over in Girls' B action, Bag and David defeated Schallhebitt 37-22 to split the season series and pull a game up on Schallhebitt with two to go for both uh, in the race for the fourth and final playoff spot. In JV, Kushner gains entry into the playoffs, rounding the West four teams out. Uh, the only spot left is in the East between Central and North Shore. All right, so let's move over to our games to watch segment four the coming week. In JV hockey, there really are only two games on the week, uh, S.A.R. and Frisch and S.A.R. Ramaz. Uh, I'll go with S.A.R. Frisch. Both are fighting for that home playoff spot, um, and which is extremely important, especially to S.A.R., who has been dominating at home this year, taking down some of the top teams and playing with some of the middle teams. Um, but, uh, but on the road, they haven't quite been as dominating. A home game in the playoffs against or DRS, or Hafter would be preferable to having to travel to do it. Uh, A fresh win closes the door on the matter entirely, but if SAR wins, the possibilities really are endless. Uh, Moving over to Varsity Hockey, with only two games on the week, uh, the same two as in Varsity, I'm going to go with the other one and take SAR Ramaz. Uh, Both teams are in a race for one of three buy spots, and SAR's window is closing very quickly. Uh, An SAR loss can mean trouble, with MTA possibly making a late-season run. So this is a key game for this thing. The Rams need this game in order to ensure a playoff berth. Otherwise, they're at the mercy of the rest of the league, having no more games on their own to play after this one. In JV basketball, more of SAR as they have two games on the week. Uh, The Heschel game tomorrow night will be a solid matchup, as we mentioned before. SAR won by 12 last time, and this is going to be to determine the division or keep things interesting. SAR, though, hopes to have it wrapped up uh, come Tuesday morning. And finally, in varsity basketball, only one game on the weekend, it's S.A.R. Ramaz. Uh, There's really no need to sell you on this one. Take a look at the standings and see how close they are. Both S.A.R. and Heschel can still catch the Rams, so this game can either put a lock on the West or ensure that someone still has a chance to battle for the division crown. All right, well, that wraps up about another edition of the court report. Uh, Given that there are less than 10 games happening over the next two weeks because of winter break, we're going to spend the next two Sundays updating the playoff pictures and talking about what the final two weeks of the regular season can bring us. We'll also talk about some of the interesting stories that occurred in the leagues this season. So if there's something that interests you or if there's something that you want to hear about, let us know. Hopefully we'll get around to discussing it. All right, if you missed any part of this episode, you can catch the Encore presentation this Tuesday night at 7 p.m. following The Book of Life by Charles Harari, or you can find the Court Report on iTunes or the Nachum Segal Network app on iPod. Tomorrow morning, JM in the AM with Nachum Segal from 6 to 9 a.m. live on the stream, the AM.org, or on your radio, 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, 91.9 FM, Rockland County. Before I leave you tonight, I want to thank you for joining me. My thanks again to Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for their support. If you'd like to reach them, again, their number is 718-769-4111. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on JM in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM Sports Report. If you wish to purchase tickets to the Marusha 50th Anniversary Concert that I discussed a few weeks ago, please log on to MarushaConcert.com. I bought my ticket this past week and eagerly anticipate an amazing show. And again, if you haven't visited the court Report fan page on Facebook, please do so and click the like tab. Let's get that number up. And some words to the wise to leave you uh, some words from the wise excuse me, to leave you off while you go on your vacation, then you're in your hotel rooms. Training is what you are doing while you're appointed to sleeping in. Thanks for listening and enjoy your winter break.